0: I'm your host, Anthony. Welcome back to Book For God. This week, we'll be talking about the roles of males and females in society. How has it changed? And do we need to see it change again? All that coming to this episode. Okay. All righty, guys. So this week, I have a very special guest. Uh, Introduce yourselves.
1: Hi, I'm Juvia.
0: And as well with last week, uh, she's back again, Isabella. Say hi.
1: Hi, guys. I'm back.
0: Alrighty, so this week we're going to be talking about the roles of males and females in society and how we see it currently today. So, what do you guys think the roles are in society? So, not our own opinions, but how do you see the roles of males and females in society?
2: Great question. I'm so excited. I think you, should start.
1: It seems like, honestly, over the years that the roles have definitely flipped a bit. Um, it seems like that there are more women in the workforce. There are more men staying home, and there are just—it's—it seems like it's just very—it's. <laughs> you okay? I'm sorry. I'm oh, I thought I did something. Okay. Are you okay. Fine. <laughs> anyway, but it—it it really just just seems like everybody is trying to make their own, almost like pave their own way. It's almost like the traditional way that was created, maybe for us, maybe when we were kids, maybe when our parents were kids, and everyone's just saying at this point, no, I'm going to go my way, no matter what that may be. I really agree with you, uh, uh, Yuvia, and um, the
2: way the world has changed from what it was so drastically, but um, where we've idolized and women so much that that being victimized and oppressed is mm-hmm. such... Su- is what defines you in this world. Because they're in this in this society, there's the victims and there's the victimizers. And it, everybody wants to be the victim. Nobody wants to be the victimizer.
0: That's funny. You're like, victim and victimizer. Charlie Kirk says there's children, <laughs> people that protect children, and people that don't <laughs> protect children. <laughs> but um, you guys are very much so right. Uh, according to statistics, in 1970, 85% of males were the sole or primary breadwinner. This means that they were either the only person making money, or they were, the per- they were making about almost the same, but more than the woman who might have been working. Today, we see it drop down to 55%. So it's about a 30% drop from 1970 to 2022. And about 55% of men are either the sole or primary bedwomen. So we clearly see that that is dropped. You guys are correct. So with men working less, how do you think or what do you think the households would look like if men are working less? Mm.
2: Well, you're talking about if women were the primary breadwinner?
0: So, from 1970, men were the primary or sole workers, and now it's dropped down from 85 to 55%. So, with seeing that trend. How do you feel the household would be? So, we're seeing men drop out of the workforce, and there is women increasing in the workforce. But how, do you, how would you see the dynamic change in the house? So, we have men working... And now they're not working as much. So how do you think the other dynamics would change? Because typically when one end of the scale goes up or down, the other one comes up or down.
2: Well, um, in our innate nature as a woman, it's we naturally want to be more passive or um, uh, it's got how God made us. But one of the curses of sin, it talks about it in Genesis was that we would want to be controlling over the um, men in our lives, and so when we talk about being the primary breadwinner, and there's domestic activities and external activities, and women um, tend to have a tendency to be the one who handles the domestic activities, and when you switch the roles. There's an unnatural dynamic, the one that God didn't intend us to have within the household, and typically that leads to very unhappy lives. And uh, we can see that in the women today regretting their decisions on choosing like to be the sole breadwinner or to work um, most of their lives when they could have been, I don't know, having kids and staying at home. What do you think, Yudha?
1: I completely agree. It seems like if the roles were reversed and we start doing things that goes against God's order, things are going to start feeling very unnatural, you know, I mean, just like kind of what we touched on a little earlier where we said how you know when we you go against God's order it's just it's not it's just not going to end well you know there are things that are just it's just not you know we're seeing women becoming very depressed very anxious and like you said they're regretting decisions because they're going against what God called us to do so not only if women start becoming the sole breadwinners which it seems like that's where we're going and if we keep going down that path we're gonna start seeing how women are not only gonna be, the men are supposed to be more submissive at this point based on what we're seeing right now. And we're seeing how men are supposed to be very passive now. And if he even tries to even show any dominance, it's, oh, you know, he's sexist. How could he do something like that? You're Being toxic. Exactly, (laughs) they call him being toxic. And they're like, oh, how dare you do something like that instead of the woman, being submissive. Now it's the guy being submissive.
0: I do kind of agree with that. Um, I don't know if my question was necessarily answered. All I was trying to say is like, there's a rise in men not working, Mm -hmm. a lower end of men working, and a rise in women working. So with that, you would assume that the household dynamics will also change because since men are working less, you would assume women are working more. And because of that, you would assume that there might be change in the household did you would you guys agree with that or no
2: yeah i feel like that i feel like that's what i was trying to get across is an unnatural uh dynamic in the household that's that was my that was what i was trying to get across i don't know about
1: you Yuvia. yeah yeah exactly when you yeah bringing it back to when you go out of god's order your household will feel off it will it's something will not work i've seen personally from personal experience where the woman has tried to overpower the man and there's oh there's so many marital problems there's fighting there's children just being against They're
0: punching
1: each other <laughs> maybe not <laughs> punching each other i mean i don't know i did not live in that house but you see just so, so many things where not only that, but it affects the kids and how they view it. So it affects a lot of different things. It's
0: funny you talk about kids. We'll talk about kids later. But I was looking at all this and it got me thinking, well, we see a change in income wise in marriages. So men working have come down. There's a weird name. It's called egalitarian. And it's basically just like where the men and women make about the same amount with, like a slight percentage difference, if there is any, we see a rise in that. So we see that men and women are going to have to start working to get, like they both have to work in order to provide for their family, which kind of just shows how it's harder for people to sustain themselves in today. But we also see how men being the sole breadwinner or primary provider is coming down and while women's going up. So with saying that, you could assume that the household dynamic is changing, but it's not. In the household dynamic, housework and care giving is still dominated heavily by women whether they're the sole primary or non-primary or non-sole breadwinner which is kind of shocking so that means whether you're not making money making all of it or making some of it you're still holding the household and caregiving dynamics on top of the rest of it while men necessarily aren't there's a change in income men are working less women are working more yet women are still putting out the same amount of work in caregiving and housework while they're also working more well, and while men are working less there is no rise in caregiving or housework so any thoughts uh, and opinions on that because there's not really a change in the, the household dynamic it's still m- women are mostly caregiving and housework.
1: the trend right now is stay-at-home dad I've seen that a lot recently. Where, really? all,
2: yeah. I, I, I would love to see this. It's just would... the dad getting get pregnant, having the babies, raising the kids at home. <laughs> I was just like... Bring up seahorse dads. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. no, so that we become
0: seahorses. There's no such thing as a seahorse dad. No. <laughs> no.
1: But you keep going. No, but... <laughs> I mean, essentially, that's what... I mean, I mean, it's different when it's a single dad. I think it's different when it's like... A household with a mother and a father and the dad stays home because the mom is chasing her career yeah you know that that'll definitely i don't know it, it seems like that's the trend that's rising right now but you're right unfortunately a lot of women are, are they're being told that they have to chase their career and they have to take care of the house and they have to take care of their husband but it just seems like everything is flipped upside down isabella what do you
2: think i think yeah what you said is like the women have to take on both affairs now before they were in charge of the domestic affairs and now they're in charge of domestic and the external affairs and it's just so much more of a burden than it used to be and uh honestly all these feminists are like man we want to we have we want to be equal to men we want to have uh, we want to be able to do everything that a man does, and I'm like, I think in my head, he's like, you're making it much harder for us women. Thinking, <laughs> you think if you're talking about all this freedom, you're making yeah, a lot it's more, more work.
1: P- <laughs> <laughs> like, no, wait. <laughs>
2: but um, yeah, I totally agree with you. That like when it talks about like the equality of incomes, it just it it makes it so like one both people have to work their butts off in order to create a home for themselves. It's where like. It's making society and our economy make it require to have two incomes when you could only have one income in the beginning. And so no matter what, we're having a requirement for women to work instead of it's not a choice anymore. And so if you have that, no one has anyone to come home to. Even if you're having a two-income household society, the man doesn't come home to the woman cooking and um, loving on him and he wants he doesn't want a challenge when he comes home. He wants a woman that can comfort him and love him when he comes home back from work. He doesn't want a woman who is also just exhausted as he is <laughs> and doesn't want to cook dinner, wants
1: him to do the dishes, if you know what I mean. Yeah, and that's where marital problems come up. <laughs> it's like yeah. you should be washing the dishes. You should be washing the dishes. <laughs> <laughs> <And I> mean, <laughs> It's a a whole caboodle of nonsense is what it
0: is. I think you guys are right, though, because you're talking about how if both are coming home after work, nobody really wants to do anything. (laughs) And it... uh, I forgot where I was going with this, but you're right. If they're coming home from work, there's gonna... Like, they both don't want to do anything. And you still see that women still have to... uh, They still do dominate caregiving and household uh, maintenance and routines, even if they're working or not working. So that just kind of shows how having women work doesn't take away their household or caregiving um, responsibilities because it's still, statistically speaking, they still have many more hours than men do a week, household-wise and caregiving-wise. And it just kind of shows that there's a lot more pressure on them, whether they're working or not. So it just shows how a, their, a responsibility that I say a man can't fill is still there, whether you're working or not. It's not saying that a man should be involved in the kids' lives, that there's a time and a place, but it just shows how it hasn't changed, and women are adding more onto their workload.
2: Yeah, I, I will let you know that if I, I'm speaking a lot on behalf of men, so if you t- if I'm saying something wrong, you let me know and tell. You I'm, a man? No. <laughs> I'm just
0: kidding, I'm like Some people will be like, "Well, are you a man? Are you a woman?" And then you can't. No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Okay.
2: But like I said, if I'm speaking on behalf of men, I'm saying something that you don't technically agree with. At, on like, on, not on behalf of all men, but you know what I mean. Yeah.
0: Clear. So you're talking about how more women are pursuing their careers, correct? Correct. So there is a rise in singlehood. There is a slight lower in divorces. It went from like 48% in like 1900s or whatnot. Not necessarily like 1900 flat, but within the 1900s uh, time period to now to like a 41%. So we see a 7% drop in divorces, but it's still pretty much the same. And on top of that, we do see that women are pursuing their career more. We see that there is more women earning and going for BAs and degrees outside of high school and whatnot than men are. So women are definitely pursuing their careers more than men are in the sense of education-wise. It's Yeah.
2: Women just pursue bachelor's degrees more than men do? Yep.
0: And degrees in the general.
1: That's really interesting. That makes a lot of sense.
0: And I think it's funny because UV is actually going to get something. I don't really know what it is, but I know it's for school.
1: I am. Yeah, I am. I'm actually, incidentally, I'm actually going to school to get a bachelor's degree. Yeah, so, I mean,
0: it kind of just, it's funny because there is a rise in, like, women dominate the whole uh, outside of high school thing. They just, they're going to get more bachelors and more degrees as a, like, a whole. Mm -hmm. But do you think that prohibits Starting a family or relationships or whatnot. Yes,
1: I do. Actually, I 100% do I was actually having a conversation with my mom about this about a week ago And you know, we were talking and I was telling her like ma like, you know One day I want to have a family and I looked her dead in the eye and I was like mommy I would leave everything to be able to start a family. Mm. I was like school. Yeah, Wow! If God blesses me with a husband, I mean, I, and he gives me the ability, you know, to stay home with my kids. Like right now I'm doing this in like a waiting period, you know, and following yeah. the Lord, you know, <laughs> following yeah. God and where he wants me because I'm, I'm going to school to be a teacher, yeah. you know, so I'm going, I'm following the Lord, see where he wants me to go. But if he blesses me with that guy and that's where he wants me to be, and I would much rather i mean that i feel like that's more fulfilling than sitting in a classroom for hours
0: and, with kids that aren't yours exactly <laughs> with kids that aren't mine i can't
1: ground them but <laughs> to be fair like i can't send them back <laughs> home at the end of the
0: day up,
1: yeah right but in that case i mean even then like i want to be an educator but i want to homeschool my kids yeah. like i do not want to put my kids in the public school but that, yeah. that's a whole another. that's a whole another topic but it's the understanding, it's so crazy you say that. My mom last night was telling me, she was like, she was like, Juvia, just make sure that your studies don't get in the way of something that God could bless you with.
0: Yeah, I mean, no offense. If there's any women out there who's going to, like, pursue their career, there's nothing bad about that. Women, I think women are 100% allowed to work. Men are 100% allowed to be a father figure. I'm just saying there's a balance between it, and if you're having... Uh, men be more of the caregiver and women be more of the moneymaker, there can be an issue because it's not technically how we're made. I mean, think about it. A mother's touch and a mother's affection is something that a man cannot give because they never gave birth. And that's something that a woman can only experience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is a woman is an XX gene and a man is an XY gene. This is for anybody who knows. There's no, I want to be so I can be. It's not how it works. You can't say I'm a millionaire and be a millionaire. So it's the same.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: it would be awesome.
2: If anything, the Bible wants, uh, what is it called, promotes hardworking women. In Proverbs 31, it it talks about how um, she works with her hands and she goes out to a field and she buys it and she um, girds her arms with strength. And it's just, oh, sorry, she girds herself with strength and, and strengthens her arms. And it talks about how... They condone hardworking woman, passionate woman. It's not the Bible doesn't want you just to get married and have kids. Uh, it, that's it, the Bible wants you to serve God with everything you are, and sometimes that means being a hardworking woman.
0: Yes. Oh, that. I love that. It also mentions how like she's tan because she's a worker, right? <laughs> no, I. <need> to... <laughs>
2: All you 10 ladies out there. Oh, no. you say something
0: against white women? <laughs> no, I mean, It Doesn't it go further to say that, like, she's ashamed because she's darkened, unlike the other women because she's a worker of the field or something like that? Uh,
1: I don't no, know about really that. That's, a, that's another question for another day. I yeah. I've
0: heard that before, but I think it's important because a lot of people are like, oh, you believe in the Bible, you think women can only stay at home or be in the kitchen. That's not true. We, they promote in the Bible strong women who do work. I mean, if you read it, you would know. It, mm-hmm. Can you repeat that again, like, from the verse and read it all? Oh,
2: uh, yeah, of course. I'll read the verses I was referencing. Um, it says in they are? yeah, Proverbs chapter 13, sorry, Proverbs chapter 31, verse 13 says, She seeks wool and flax and willingly works with her hands. And it says in um, verse 17, She girds herself with strength and strengthens her arm.
0: Can you read all of it?
2: Oh, sorry. I'll start at verse 10 and I'll read through, um, yeah, I think I'll read 19. Okay, so, who can find a virtuous wife for her worth is far above rubies, the heart of her husband safely trusts her, so he will have no lack of gain. She does him good and not evil all the days of her life, and she seeks wool and flax and willingly works with her hands. She is like the merchant ships, and she brings her food from afar. She also rises while it is yet night and provides food for her household and a portion for her maidservants. She considers a field and buys it, and from her profits she plants a vineyard. She girds herself with strength and strengthens her arms as she perceives that her merchandise is good and her lamp does not go out by night. Uh, 19 says she stretches out her hands to the distaff and her hand holds the spindle.
1: This chapter goes against everything a feminist says when talking about a, what a woman is in the Bible. Just reading well, yeah, Proverbs 31. Agree, yeah. It's like, look at this woman. This woman is strong. This woman loves her family with everything. Her husband. She has a husband.
0: Yes. God forbid that,
1: right? <laughs> right? Oh no. Yeah. But she's working hard for her family. Mm.
0: Like just people know, just because you don't have a job that pays does not mean you are not a hard worker. So like for even single moms who feel like they're not doing good because you're, you know, at home, not providing, you're providing in ways that men can't. Mm -hmm. I mean, think about it. She's giving food. She's making like she's making it a home without the wife. She's she's making it a home. That's the thing we can't do alone. And think about it. We come home from work by ourselves and what? Buy some fast food. Like I think (laughs) about it. The wife is making it something that we can't. She's making it a home. And on top of that, she's still a hard worker. Talking about how working in the fields or whatnot or getting wool That's working with your hands. It's hard work. So the Bible is not against hardworking women. And we're not trying to say that women shouldn't go to school or shouldn't work at all. We're just saying that there's an importance within the roles and the balance between it. Mm -hmm. The roles we see now taking place, we see men working less, women working more, women pursuing their careers more. And we see other things. Do you think 20 or plus years ago, it was the same issue?
1: I don't know, Yuvie. I think you um, would have some good commentary on this. I think when it comes to things that were like 50 years ago, let's say, things back then, that time period, it was very, I'm not going to say for everybody, let's say in the 1950s, because people like to bring this up, right? People like to bring it up and say, oh, but men used to beat their wives, right? That's what people will bring up, Mm -hmm. because at that point, and then women had to stay home and blah, 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 blah. But you're talking about men that weren't Christian. We're talking, right now, we are covering <clears throat> what it looks like for a Christian, right? To, for a Christian woman, a Christian man, right? In that time period, when you were not a Christian, yeah, that would happen. 100% that would happen. You know, we can definitely say that. But things have changed now. Where now women are holding on to that like you mm. we were referencing to, women are holding on to that and going, oh, we're still oppressed. And like, you know, so things have changed from then and now where women were, you people will say they're more oppressed, which in a certain sense, yeah, I guess, like what you said with first wave feminism where yes, women were more oppressed in that sense. But when it comes to like, if you're talking about like the roles in the house, yeah, then oh, yes, then yeah, things are very different because at that point,
0: that's what happens, yeah. like, how, yeah, the roles we've seen now in males and females. So yeah. if they say it's not feminist, like males and females, the roles we see now, are they different than 20, 30 well, plus years ago?
1: Here, I'll I'll give my, I'll give an example from my personal family. So my, uh, let's say, my great-grandma, my great-grandma was 14 years old when she got married. And, awesome. Yeah. Awesome and she is still alive by the way and so she is she, she's a great woman and so she got married she never went to school uh, she did go to school when she was little and then she got older and she just she just stopped she just didn't go to school and so she stayed home with her family so then she had my grandpa whatever now next generation comes my grandma's the first woman I believe in my family that went to school right? Because in that time period, I'm going to say, I think in like the 60s, 70s. And so she started to go to school, right? And, but she was also taking care of my dad and my, and my uncle. So you're, we're already seeing this shift of like, oh, I'm really staying home. Oh, now there's oh, now there's some education in there. Now there's things happening. And so then... There's more of a demand? Yeah, there's more of a demand. My, even my, that same grandma has told me, Juvia, you should, you should get a bachelor's degree. She's told me that before. She's like, you should get something to make sure you have something of yourself. And what's interesting is that my other grandma from the other side of my family has told me the same thing. Where she was like, you know, you should get a bachelor's degree. And, I, you know, I think this question I kind of want to ask you, Anthony, is what do you think about that when it comes to a woman getting an education and how that has changed in, in the roles of the family, I'm saying, in the house?
0: Thank you. Thank you for asking. <laughs> um, so I think education is important for everybody. Like, uh, let's just say, like, the kindergarten on the 12th grade, I feel like it's important for women to know how to read, know how to do math. Like, that stuff is important. We're going to use that. We shouldn't, like, not educate women so that they're, like – co-dependent on somebody. That's not what we were asking or trying to say in the podcast, but I think that there is a pressure on women, like you were saying more now to provide more than say they had to uh, prior 20 years ago or more, where there's more demand that they need to have an education in order to sustain themselves because men aren't stepping up to the plate in marriages or stepping up in general because we do see a drop in men in the workforce. And I think it's important because there is more of a demand while they're still expected to do things at home that's that's my opinion but i don't i think it's good for women to get education i the college is the various because like i don't think college is a good idea it i mean think about the debt we already have and the college debt we already have and then they're trying to have college forgiveness like if you're going to school to do sex or gender studies the only job you're gonna get is teaching sex and gender studies to more people so that they could also get in debt for no reason. So for certain reasons I'm not really for college, even mm-hmm. though I did AB for four years, and AB it's all about sending you to college and I never went. So I mean, I think it's great if you know what you're gonna do, but if you're going there to have fun or get married, you're going to the wrong place. Or like they're going
1: for a liberal arts degree. Yeah, I mean <laughs> those are teach more liberal yeah, arts. Yeah, <laughs> like, I definitely agree. But
0: but you're, uh you're talking about you're in college and i was like well ring by spring if you're going to like a christian college that's like the thing you're going there to get married not for mac oh yeah
2: yeah so,
0: ring by spring and it's like yeah. honestly like, married by marriage or something like that it's
2: actually it like it's a lot of money but it's actually a pretty good method of getting married pretty quickly like if you really are like you have the money sitting around maybe. yeah getting married and in debt but still like it's it's a proven it's a proven thing. If I don't know, I, that's not how I would want to get married. But still, it's it's a, it's. it's-
0: <laughs> I think college can be good, but the heavy like societal pressure on it is bad, and a lot of kids are just going because they're told to go. Like I have a friend named Jacob, oh, yeah. who's just going because his parents wanted to go. He never wanted to go to college ever. He wanted to do music, and he's not doing it because now he's going to college for no reason other than everybody's just telling them to go so i think that mm-hmm. some people are just going to have fun or party or pick up really bad habits and then bring it home and be like hey mom and dad can you pay for my drug habit so <laughs> i think i think well, there
1: is a that's literally what happens I mean, yeah no wrong.
0: or they come home and they're like yeah i'm gay or something like that like they're, mm-hmm. they're just you're going there for no reason you come back a totally different person yeah, yeah. Alrighty guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Booked for God. Just let you guys know, we do have the second part of it coming out this week. We just happened to cut it in two different parts, as it is an hour and about 30 minutes long. If you want to listen to that next episode, it will be coming out very shortly. Let's do Booked for God.